Hi everybody, I'm Liza. I'm Bobby. And this is Can We Walk You Out? Welcome to technically episode two, but um, recording three. Mm-hmm. This is exciting stuff. It's our third episode, episode two. Our third episode, episode two. Um, so we are going to start off, like we did last week, with a scenario. Bobby's coming up with a scenario. I'm playing the Bachelorette. He's playing the cast member. And the punchline is, can we walk you out? Whenever okay. you're ready. Yep. Um, so you're the Bachelorette. Your name is Tortuga. Mm-hmm. Tor- Tortuga. And I'm, uh, I'm on a date with you. And I have... You, I've stolen the rose from the table. It's a one-on-one date, and I've stolen the rose from on top of the table. I have it under the table. Okay. Um, what week is this? This is week three. Wow. What's your name? V- Vander. Vander, as in Vanderbilt? No, just Vander. Just Vander. What's your last name, Vander? Hoffman. V- okay. Vander Hoffman. And wait, what's my name? Tortuga? You're, you're Tortuga, and right. I have the rose in my lap under the table. I don't think that... I, I don't know that you know I have it. I got it. All right. Vander, Vander, I had such a nice date with you today. I This was this has been one of the best days of my life. Mm-hmm. I loved when we went on the water slide, and um, I loved the when we, the horseback riding. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, listen... Do you, like, how do you feel about our connection right now? I feel great about our connection. I feel like it's super strong. And, like, we're going to, like, I have lots of <clears throat> clarity. And it's been great today. That's great. That's great to hear. Um, do you think you'll get the rose tonight? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, she has no idea. I, whis- I whispered that to the camera. That was your interview? Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. And she she has no idea I took the rose from her. I'm so smart. Yeah, I think I think I have a really good thing thing going here. So yeah. yeah. So I I thought so too originally, but I'm realizing now that the rose is no longer on the table. So literally what? and figuratively, what could have happened? Um, there's a bat behind you. I don't know. There's a fl- there's a bat flying around your head. Vander. It's a bat. I put it back on the table when you aren't looking because you're looking at the bat. I didn't look at the bat. <laughs> no. You probably saw that. Vander. Um. What? I don't even. I don't know if, if I want to spend time having this conversation. Vander, why did you take the rose? Uh, oh, I didn't take the rose. Okay, now you're lying to me. I take it again. Now I, I have it again under the table. All right. Listen, Vander, um, I appreciate your time coming on the show. Um, I'm getting signs of maybe some self-esteem issues, some lack of confidence, like the fact that you felt like you had to steal the rose in order to get it. Um, and that makes me kind of sad because I, up until this point, was thinking I was going to give you the rose. But unfortunately, um, I'm not going to be able to do that. What if I put it back on the table? Um, can I walk you out? 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 Alright, it's time for what's new. Bobby, what's new? I didn't even think about the fact that I have to go first this time. Yeah. 
Oh, how the turn. Um, what's new with me? I stole some snacks from where I didn't steal them. <laughs> because the snacks were for people who worked, but I I kind of like put I put a snack or two you in my backpack. You vandered them for me. I vandered them away so that Liza could share the snacks with me rather yeah. than just eating them during lunch. It was nice. Thank you. It was a good surprise. It was a uh, one of those Bueno chocolate bar things. Yeah, they're, they're quite some, good. A cheese wheel. It's good. What's new with you? We recently started watching The Bachelor Canada season um, season one. Oh yeah, I would have forgotten all about that. Yeah, and it's kind of it's funny. It's good. I think. I like Bachelor Canada. Or it's the Bachelorette Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. It's Bachelorette Canada. Um, and there's actually two contestants on it that we know from Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Didn't um, notice they, they did that. Yeah. Ben. It's Benoit and Kevin. Benoit and Kevin. And Kevin Kevin plays hockey. That's why I remembered him. Oh, right. Kevin is a hockey player. Looks like it. Um, um, they're both. Sorry. What was I going to say? I was going to say. What was I going to say? I don't know. Full disclosure, I don't know about you. I'm exhausted. Me too. I'm so sleepy. But Bachelorette Canada is good. It yeah. 2016. And Jasmine's the Bachelorette. She's super sweet. She's super down to earth. But what was interesting about this one, because it was season one for Canada, they didn't know, like, all the men arrived and they were like, you know, she was like, what's your name? And they asked her in return, what's your name? They didn't know who it was going to be, which is yeah. pretty, pretty cool. And the host definitely... Like, really did his research on Chris Harrison. He does the same hand motions where mm-hmm. he, like, puts his fingertips together. He kind of, like, pauses like Chris Harrison talks does. the same way. Yeah, maybe it's coincidence. Maybe Probably it's Maybelline. Not. Maybe it's Maybelline. All right, Bobby. Episode two. Episode two of Matt James' season of The Bachelor was a wild ride. So I, I just want to say, like, right off the bat, if you're listening to this and you watch the episode... The one thing you're so sure we're going to talk about is Victoria. Of course, it's all people Bobby are talking about. Bobby had some very specific reactions to Victoria. Yeah, let me uh, let me put it this way. Audible. Let me put let me put it this way. Okay, okay I don't know this person right. Like I, I don't. And they they film her. She's in a stressful situation. She's going to act a certain way when she's on camera. I don't know what she's like in person. I don't know what kinds of nice things they didn't show her saying or doing, or what kinds of mean things they didn't show other people doing to her. I don't know. All I know is that I just like could not stand watching her. <laughs> it was the worst. I've seen so I've seen like a- any season of The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette, or whatever that I've watched so far. With very few exceptions. There have been characters that, you know, I, I've seen them and I've been like, oh, that, or that character. I think it's funny you're calling them characters. Well, because they're, they're, they're cast members. They're cast members. But they're characters in the sense that, yeah, like. They have a character that they're edited to portray. Right. Or that they are portraying. Right. And that they're, um, like, their relationships with the other people on the screen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm talking about is, like, there are people who get in the way of things that you want to see happen. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of like entertainment, you know? Yeah. You need that for the show to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Sure. But <sighs> Victoria was really getting to me. Bobby used the words disgusting human. No, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I did not say she was a disgusting human. I said <laughs> what she was doing with the conversation that she had with Marilyn 
when Marilyn tried to sit down and talk to her was disgusting. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. I did not say she is disgusting. Because, like I said, I don't know her. Yeah. All I'm seeing is this portrayal by ABC of a person who has flaws, just like me. <laughs> he did, Bobby did a real good side eye glance <clears throat> when he said, just like me. Just like me. I have two flaws. Yeah? Yeah. What are they? Uh, two, humble. <laughs> and not, not tall enough. How tall do you want to be? Just taller. You're six foot one. Yeah. One. <laughs> What's your ideal height? What are your two flaws? What's I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Come on. Just put me on the spot here. I don't know. What's six your foot, ideal height? Six foot 12. Seven foot. That's the, that's the perfect height. Really? Are you? I don't think you're serious. <laughs> no. I can't tell. You're just staring at Seven me. Seven foot minimum. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll get back to Victoria later. We'll get into some details and some research I did. Yes, please. About, you know, the yeah. people involved. Okay. I think we should talk about the first one-on-one. -on -one okay. With Bree. What did you think? Um, so it, it was, it looked fun. I like, they get out, and there's the ATVs there, right? And all the they girls out, yeah. are watching. And everybody comes, like, everybody's, like, herded outside to watch this thing happen. And then poor Brie can't really, like, drive hers right away. Yeah. Oh, I love, uh, Matt's like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And, and then, then immediately wipes it. out, yeah. And then, but I love that his reaction was, Brie, he said, Miss, Mrs. Brie. No, not Mrs. Brie, Miss Brie. Miss Brie. Miss Brie, that's Brie's mom, Miss Brie. Yeah, <laughs> that, that he was worried what he would have to, like, say to Brie's mom because, yeah, that was cute. That's cute. Um, that was good. No, I, I was surprised because uh, episode one, we got that kind of little taste of the Brie-MJ relationship. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say MJ. There's a contestant MJ. Matt James relationship. Uh-huh. Um, are you laughing at me? <laughs> We've never called him MJ before. I've heard him as referred to as MJ before. I'm in the in crowd. Oh, I didn't realize. Would you like to join the in crowd? Absolutely bubble? not. I'll stay out here. All right. Fine. Um, no, they referred to him as MJ on the, the first episode. That's where I got it. Because it was MJ, MJ1, MJ2. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. don't brush me off. You asked. You said I'd never heard of it. You, that's where you. Well, heard. did they call him MJ though? I think so. I knew it was his. It was because it was his initials. Yeah, that's why he. She initially called. <laughs> initially. I, yeah, I understand why you would call him MJ because those are his initials. I just don't know that. I've ever. I, I've heard. Well, it you yet. have. You heard it here first. Then I heard it here first. Um. You made me lose my train of thought. That's okay. Oh. I'll just. Oh. No, go ahead. Yeah, I'll jump in here. I like, uh, they got done with the ATVs, and then they went to this weird wooden um, hot tub, <laughs> and Matt James was like, yeah, let me just pop Rock off my pop. shirt real quick and just chop some wood for no for no <laughs> reason. Why is that part of the date? What if I took you on a date, and I just removed my shirt and split some wood? And said, do you think I can do this in one smack? <laughs> or whatever he said. <laughs> Why did they do Did they need that for the, because, I guess, yeah, like, for the they, fire? They've been... Yeah, there, it was not explained why they had wood. But um, Matt James 
Oh no, they did it to set up Bree because they wanted. They've been talking about how good his physique is forever, mm-hmm. and they wanted you know to get a first-hand look at it because we haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, I understand like why they did it for TV. I just mean <laughs> it, it, for my suspension of disbelief. You know, I want to believe this is a real date between two people. And what a, what a weird thing to do in the middle of a date. Yeah. Funny enough, did you recognize... It looks re- good, though. Yeah. Did you realize that Colton's first one-on-one with Hannah B was in a very similar-looking brown wooded hot tub? Just like this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let, let me say, for uh, our listeners at home, we're fresh off of Colton's season. Yeah, that's true. So we'll probably make a few comparisons uh, here down the line. Yeah, except for Matt James is not a virgin, from what I understand. You can assume he's not because they would they be saying it. They haven't said it. it we a so when we first times. the watch for when we first the watch when we first when the watch, we watched the first episode of Colton's season, we kept tally about how many times it was referenced that he was a virgin. Twenty one times in one episode. Yeah, it was wild. It was wild. Um. Yeah. So. They kissed. That was cute. They. It felt like they had a good connection, especially on the date at night when Brie was talking about her, um, where is it? Her dad, right? Yeah. Um, like not having a dad in the picture. And then Matt James was connecting about that. And mm-hmm. So that was like, that was giving me a little bit of Tasha Brendan one-on-one date. First one-on-one yep. date vibes where they like yeah. connected on something emotional really quickly. While I agree with you, I also think that he's kind of having those moments with a lot of people because he's just mm-hmm. good at connecting with people. That's true. He's not having them with everybody though. Not everybody. That we're seeing at least. Also, something I was feeling at the end of the uh at the end of the episode was like it I already like all these people. Yeah. I mean, not everybody, of most course. Most of them, most of them. Not everybody, like of the course, one, but the ones that we assume are going to be like the the long-lasting yeah but now it's like everybody is in that little group yeah there are very few people who i feel like should be going this yeah. early do you know who stuck out to me that i didn't i didn't really have very high up on my bracket who? piper piper yeah yeah you were saying that i like piper i like piper a lot um but then so Bree's date was the first of three requested kisses from Matt James throughout the episode. They were making out for a while, and then she said, can I have another kiss? Which is totally fine. Like, do your thing. But three times in this episode, People are asking. somebody asked. Yeah, they it's really, nice to ask. They want his smooches. It's nice to ask. It is nice to ask. You're right. It is very nice to ask, rather than just planting one on. But I think my least favorite, and this is another callback to Rachel's season. Callback. My, my least favorite part of Rachel's season, or my least favorite thing, like on Rachel's season that she did that I didn't really agree with was when the one guy asked if he could kiss her and it, you know he did do it in the, like a little bit of an awkward way uh, can you get re- can you set the scene I don't remember um I believe it was the guy the, who the was camp? like her yeah yeah her, she knew him like, he was kn- her knew him when, when yeah when he was her camper yeah she was a counselor, was a counselor. so that I mean you know they already had a little bit of like awkward history that made it weird for her but he, he asked if he if he could kiss her and she just kind of like i don't know if it was in the talking head or whatever said like how awkward it was that he asked Mm -hmm. and in my opinion 
It's a nice. It's like it's not. It's nice. You know. You don't want to be. Uh, you don't want to just stick your tongue down someone's throat when they don't want it. There's a time and place, of course. You know. When they don't want it. Not when they don't want it. Yeah, and if you don't know if they want it, right? And you do want it, like we should encourage that. We should encourage being honest about. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Just to set the record straight, I wasn't saying that that was a bad thing that they did that. Oh no! I, I just thought it was three times was surprising to me. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the group date had eighteen girls on it. Wow, that was a lot of girls. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't count. Eighteen, and some girls didn't even get any date time that week because they're so. Many of them. There's 32 freaking and girls. And they're gonna bring in more. And they're gonna bring in one that is an escort, supposedly, and Heather. Which wait, so they're only bringing in two people? I don't. Those are the only two I know. Uh, okay, of. I okay. don't know. But I did do some digging, and Heather is actually coming in on her own accord to be a contestant. Mm-hmm. I thought like maybe, maybe I said this before, but. Like they would bring her there, in, yeah, and she something. would be like a, a mentor right. or something. But no, no. Coming Mm-mm. in for this, she's coming for the for the mat. Yeah, and I also read so Heather and Hannah B are good friends, and Matt and Hannah B are good friends. And Heather like moved to the area in which Hannah B and Matt live, or Heather moved to the area where Matt lives, and Hannah B was really suggesting Heather, you should get to know Matt. He's such a great guy, such a great guy. And for whatever reason, it didn't happen, didn't work out. But she thought she'd shoot her shot on national television. And some people are skeptical, thinking maybe she's coming in for the wrong reasons. If she had the opportunity to just go for him without thirty-two other, thirty-two plus other girls, and producers and TV crew and everything everywhere. So I'm interested to see how that goes. I've, in my opinion, people come on The Bachelor for the wrong reasons the majority of the time mm-hmm. because it's like if you're if you really want to find like a true and honest love and that's really your main goal chances are you're not thinking mm-hmm. i'm gonna go on tv and meet a stranger and know them for like a In few weeks a reality tv show reality competing TV show against, competing against 30 other people, people yeah. to set up my healthy real love relationship <sighs> most of the, yeah and you know people people go on there and i'm not saying it doesn't happen i'm just saying like I'm a little less judgmental when I see someone there who's there for the quote-unquote wrong reasons. Because mm-hmm. I feel like most of these people are. <laughs> Even yeah. if they or come around like, at the end. Um, a, uh, what's it called? When you like, like, yeah, you know, you could fall in love. That'd be great. But you also have like another goal. Another motive. An ulterior motive. Yeah, an ulterior motive. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So the, the date started and they're all... Um, well, Frank O was there. He made his first oh. appearance. Exciting in some very drab outfit. His name is, is it Frank O or is it Franco? I think it's Frank O, okay. but I don't know. I've never. They don't actually give him a title, yeah, no, at least just, that I've seen. It's not in this season. Um, and all of the girls. So it made me a little bit stressed out when they were like, "Go find your dress. Pick any one. What if you didn't fit into one? What if you, you know, there were too many of." One size and not enough of the other. That was making me real nervous. I'm sure they worked it out. I'm sure they worked it out behind the scenes. But that was my initial like, ooh, what if you don't fit into that? And you have to take your first ever picture with Matt James. Oh, they they got it all ready. Yeah, they got it. They know everyone's sizes. They know all that stuff. Yeah. 
Um, so that was interesting. Frank O's in the middle of taking pictures, and all of a sudden Chris Harrison shows up. They did you want to? Did you want to talk about any of the pictures? No. Okay. Um, I mean, should we? I, I, I don't know. They it wasn't too interesting to me. to me. It was like you know, he he got to like take some take a little bit of time with some people, get some kisses, yeah, whatever. And then they played that uh, the battle, the, the yeah, paint, the paint game, no, capture the flag, no rules, capture the heart. But yeah, capture the heart. Who is your favorite? Did you have a favorite contestant in the game? Mm-hmm. I loved MJ in this episode. Yeah, I loved all of her like little. Quips. Yeah, she was just informative to us as the viewer. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah. I love, I love, uh, like, th- that person. There's, like, a person every season who's, like, the one you see the most of. Like the Becca M of the season? Yeah, exactly. Like they come on and they, they say a little, like, you know. That was a reference to Ari's season. Becca M was the best. I liked Becca M a lot. Anyway, yeah, I agree. MJ was good. Rachel cried for the second time. She's the only one, I think, no, Marilyn cried this episode. That's but true. Rachel cried two times now. Episode one, episode two. She thought she should have won, you know. So <laughs> throughout my notes, I just have little doodles on the side. Like I have this, it says Victoria and above it, like above the V, like the V has a crown on, I drew a crown. And then I just drew a big target under there, but I don't have any context. So I'm assuming Victoria said I something that was, that was rose. making her, well, that's offensive. It's a target. Huh. <laughs> Target looks like a rose. No, it doesn't. From a like, bird's eye view? What are you saying? Yeah, bird's eye view. No, that's a target because she said something probably in the beginning when she was complaining about Brie going on the one-on-one and everybody was supporting her. Makes her a big target. And then I just wrote Victoria. Wow. Wow. I don't know yeah. what she did there. It doesn't even... The whole... Like, she just kept one-upping herself every yeah. time. Yeah. It's um, like... Whew. I did learn, though. And who knows? Because... Editing is editing, and it, it goes all which way. But there's that one little clip of Victoria with her stuff, and she's saying, like, fine, I'll just sleep on the couch for a while. And they made it seem like she moved her stuff out there and that she was making the choice to not sleep in the room with Marilyn because she didn't want to be around Marilyn. But actually, I saw a more extended clip on somewhere online, and... Marilyn, Marilyn put her stuff outside the room. Do you you see her put it out? You see Vic? No, but you see Victoria. Unless Victoria was really setting something up, you see Victoria walking down the hall and she's crying, and she huh. turns the corner to her room and all this stuff is sitting there and she's she's like, fine. She said something like, "This bitch took my stuff out of the room. Are you kidding me? I guess I'll sleep on the couch." But after that episode, I don't even like believe that. Right, like it could be a setup, but the fact that like but they, it could be true. they never showed Victoria crying, they never like they never show any kind of soft side. Yeah. This is my theory about Bachelor and Bachelorette villains. Aside from maybe Noah last this past Bachelorette, which I'd be happy to debate at some point, but my theory has always been the words that are that are that we see were said by that person. So if they're small little jabs here and there, okay, maybe they were taken out of context. But I think of what we've seen from Victoria so far, what we saw from Crystal and Ari season, there was just so much yeah. that we saw that it is really hard for me to believe that they're not a little bit of what they're portraying and, and it's just completely edited to make them look bad. 
Right. There's only so much you can do by taking things out of yeah. context. Yeah. The the editors and the producer they're they're taking what they have and choosing to show what they want, but that those words came out of the mouth of that person's mouth. Right. Now, let me say, sort of in Victoria's defense, which mm-hmm. I do not want, I don't want to defend her. Yeah. Because like I said, she really got on my nerves mm-hmm. in this episode because she was so she was so unwilling to communicate with anybody. Like, she was so unwilling to see anybody's side but her on anything. Mm-hmm. But in her defense, she's right. It is a competition. And people are being fake. Like, she, like she's saying people are being fake. But here's the thing. Like, that's part of the social contract. Yeah. It's like, when you're in this environment where you're pitted against these people, yeah, you're going to be fake. Like, you're not going to say, oh, I'm really unhappy that you get to go on this date. Because it's just rude. But, of course you're unhappy. And they know you're unhappy. And you say, I'm happy for you. Because you you kind of are. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't, like, that's not being fake. And what's the point of bringing negative energy in when it's already a super high stress situation that you're in? Yeah. You're all dating one person. I would never really want to put myself in that situation. <laughs> really it just honest. it just reminds me of like middle school. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh when, yeah, absolutely. When you first learn what being fake means, then you just say it all the time. You say it all the time and you're right, but it's like there's a layer deeper. Like yes, people are being quote unquote fake all the time because we all agree to do that because it makes life better for everyone. <laughs> You know, you don't just say every negative feeling you have Victoria towards somebody. Does, evidently. Yes. So in her defense, like, that's the way that she thinks the world should work. So that's the way she acts. Mm-hmm. And in her, in her worldview, I'm sure she's doing a service to everybody, you know? Yeah. Like, she's not. Yeah. Well, that's like kind of my understanding of her is she thinks she is God's gift <laughs> yeah. and she's doing everything right. And you should just be like her. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yes, it does seem like that. I think that part of it is largely her insecurities mm-hmm. and her kind of like putting on this act for the camera. She did post last night or right after the, this episode came out that like dealing with dealing with family loss causes some people to act this way or something yeah, like that. Yeah. She was saying like that she was going through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that aside... I do want to put a little bit of a spotlight on the Victoria phrase and, and vocabulary um, in the bucket. Because you, season, episode one, she said something about the fire hose, you remember? Yeah, she said that she was the best fire hose. Yeah, and then this episode, she said gesture when she was trying to explain someone was being the jester. That's true. Not... You know the gesture, and she then she also said to Marilyn that they were just vinegar and oil, which is salad dressing. Yeah, not oil and water, which is what I think she meant. Another she thing she said, I don't want to dwell on Victoria this whole time. There's so many other people to talk. About. Yeah, we're gonna talk about other people, but she, it deserves some yeah. time. Yes, it does. The other thing I want to say about Victoria is there was the time at the beginning of the episode where she she basically said like, I'm just upset that she has something that I don't. I'm not jealous. <laughs> like, like she explained what jealousy is and that she is experiencing it. And then she said, I'm not jealous. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. <laughs> That's okay. so perfect. So we're not going to spend this entire season talking about Victoria. We probably are. <laughs> no, Until not the whole time. But she is good television. 
She's good know. television. <sighs> we like, just spent 10 minutes talking about her. There, Yeah, but there were times where I'm like, I want to turn this off. Doing it for yeah, the podcast. You never would point. have. You never would have turned it off. Yeah, I know. Oh, so hard. All right. Um, I wrote God's first. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's um. So the the date oh, rose. The oh, date rose on Lauren. the date went to Lauren, um, yeah. who always puts God first, and Matt agreed with that. That was nice. And so that's why she got the rose because there were some good good conversations at the. Um, Oh my goodness. Cocktail party between Lauren and then Jesenia, um, who also asked for a kiss, and Victoria, who also asked for a kiss, and um, then Lauren got the rose. But then Sarah's one on one! That was sweet. It, the the one on one card said, The sky's the limit. And then they went in a biplane. I would never, never was, get in a biplane. <laughs> After watching that, you know, looked and and her and her hair was everywhere. The pilot was in the back. That was scary. There was a lot happening, Um, but then she talked about her dad and her family. Yeah, they really connected. The like the same as every single date in this episode. You you saw this with him. That's what I'm saying. Like he's just so good at finding like those points of connection and like living in them. Mm -hmm. Honestly, you know. I appreciate his confidence in calling everyone's dad Pops. That's true. Good for Matt James. I thought it was so sweet when Matt James was just talking about how honored he was that Sarah would give up her time with her dad to come and and be with him. And it just makes me really continue to like Matt James more and more. I feel like I would feel so guilty if I found that out and I was The Bachelor. Yeah, I mean, I think he kind of (laughs) did. Yeah, definitely. And that's how he framed it. <clears throat> he's already sort of shown like this this opinion of himself that like and you know that nobody's perfect yeah. and I feel like if you're the bachelor people are kind of like looking at you as like sort of greater than and he I think really is I don't know if he's I would say he's struggling with that mm-hmm. but like it is it's gotta be tough to like have people like you're worth me <laughs> not spending this time yeah. with my dad who's gonna live for who even knows how much longer yeah and you have to just like deal with that pressure. Um, I found out where The Bachelor was filmed. This one. Uh, want to tell I, our people? I do want to tell our people. It was filmed at a. Oh no, am I going to remember the name? If you don't, just give a approximation. So it says it's something with colon in it. Colon. No, the end, the last part is colon. Nima colon? Nima colon? It sounds right to me. Yeah, so it's a resort in Pennsylvania. Ooh, shout out to Pennsylvania. It's near Pittsburgh. We and are looks, currently in Pennsylvania. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And sadly, we didn't discover it before this because after this, it's going to absolutely have way more people going there. That's true. It really was beautiful. I remember thinking like when they first walked in that I just want to be there right now. So how did you feel about... At the cocktail party, Abigail's making that little ear pull signal for matching. Uh, I thought it was a little like cheesy at first, but he he leaned into it, and he I he appreciated it. Was it. Cute. it was cute, but it, it was a little uh, okay. Um, I guess how do I explain it? the The reason that I was kind of like nervous about his reaction to it is she was sort of assuming that she and him had were this. like 
bet above the other relationships, mm-hmm. you know, which I feel like you, that's the way you got to play. Like I wrote that she's really playing that first impression rose, you know, as she should, good as for she her. should. Yeah. And that's, that's probably a good strategy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about strategy in love, but it's probably a good strategy. All right. So we have to talk about this Victoria thing, but I want to go about it in a way where it's not Victoria centric. I want to talk about how, okay, I do want to mention that I really didn't like her dress, but that's petty, so I'm going to leave that there and let it go. Um, so it's like Princess Peach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to commend MJ because Victoria tried kind of like pulling her in, like, didn't you see, and MJ just stood her ground and was like, I, you know, I wasn't there, but I've never witnessed Marilyn doing this. And yep. then... Maggie also kind of kind of stood up to Victoria a little bit and was like, who are you to, you know, waste somebody's time because not everybody got time and now you've got, he's just focused on this drama and you got to see him twice and da 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 Yeah, everybody seemed, it's got to be so hard. Yeah. Because, like, you don't want to get involved because mm-hmm. we've seen that happen in past seasons. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, like, go in there and be like, look, Matt. Yeah, because who's to say he'll trust you anymore? Exactly, and then you're p- potentially... Throwing yourself under the bus when really you could just let it play out. And sure, it sucks that Marilyn's going home. We don't know she's going home. No, I know. I just mean like, you know, let's say... That could be the mentality. Let's say you're MJ and you see Matt, like, let's say like worst case scenario. You, for some reason, are like, I could definitely trust Marilyn. I can't trust Victoria. And you see Victoria talking to Matt. You see Matt believing her. And like, there's got to be part of you who's like, like, I like Marilyn. I don't want to see Matt get lied to. Mm -hmm. Like, a bunch of reasons that you just want to go in there and be like, look, let me tell you how it really is, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, you're getting two sides. Let me just straighten it out for you. But you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to believe. You just don't want to get involved in that. Like, it's just a bad idea. Yeah. I do want to clear up some rumors that, that were going around about Chris Harrison retiring because he's moving to Texas. He is moving to Texas. He is not retiring. Um, A lot of people are saying, ooh, maybe Wells. I think it's Wells Adams. Wells will be taking his spot. I heard it from the source. Wells is not taking his spot. He is not retiring. So those rumors are are nigh. As you can see, Liza is really uh, clued in to the world of the Bachelor franchise. And I... I'm not. So, fun fact, when I work out in the morning, I listen to all the Bachelor podcasts that exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, I work out to, like, Tasha and Rachel and Becca. It's kind of fun. Um, all right. So, let's do our rose ceremony. Who are you, Who's your rose going to this mm, week, Bobby? My rose is going to MJ this week. Tell me why. So, during the group date, she was really going for it. She had a lot to say. You know, she really, like... She seemed fun. She seemed to get along with everybody. And when you're watching an episode full of Victoria, you want, like, like it's like candy, watching two people get along. You know? Is, you just call, did you just call MJ candy? No, I'm not. I don't know. She's a snack bar? Don't. That's gross. That is disgusting <laughs> to me that you're speaking this way. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Mine's going to Piper. I think Piper, I think we're... Hopefully, we'll see a little bit more of Piper. Um, the little bit we did hear of her, she was quick, and she was a little witty, kind of funny. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Good choice. 
Thank you. All right, um, Bobby, it's time for a game. Are you ready for a game? Yeah. Oh, was there more you wanted to say? No, I don't think so. Oh. So we are gonna play Date, Mary, Kill. Okay. But I, so I have three, I have three little Date, Mary, Kills I'm gonna ask you. Okay. But there are different um, contestants that we know from previous seasons. Oh, interesting, okay. All right, are you ready for the first one? Yeah. Date, Mary, Kill. Wells. Okay. JPJ or Demi? Wells, JPJ, Demi. Ooh, okay, okay. Every person that I'm naming today is is from Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> Some season. Okay, it's, that's our favorite. It's my favorite. That's yeah. our favorite. It's the yeah. best. If you haven't watched it, you gotta. Yeah. I'm very excited to talk about that on this podcast. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Date, marry, kill. It's who am I gonna kill is the real question, right? Like that's what you gotta decide first. I feel like I gotta kill John Paul Jones. Oh. I don't want to. I like all those people. They were they're all fun. They all seem nice. But John Paul Jones, he just got like a little too intense. He got like intense without really anything to to back it up. You don't know? insult my intelligence. Dude. Yeah, it's like like don't so much like he just got defensive against Derek being right. You know, mm -hmm. that's what it felt like to me. Don't look at my paper. I won't look at your paper. Um, so I'm gonna have to kill him. No offense, gotta kill somebody. Um, I will marry Wells and date Debbie. Nice. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't have to explain that. Are you ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah. Annalise, Bobby's favorite. Spencer and Dale. Oh, I I gotta kill Spencer. Didn't you say it's like an anti-masker or something? Oh my gosh, I said Spencer. <laughs> I didn't mean Spencer. Who did you mean? I meant I meant Dylan. Dylan? No! Sorry, Dylan as in Hannah G's Dylan. And I just looked it up and I don't I did it like didn't register in my head that I had his name. Annalise Dale no. Dylan. Annalise Dale Dylan. I'm sorry. No, Spencer? Ugh. Get out of here. Okay, sorry, Spencer. Okay. If you're watching, Spencer, sorry. Oh, man. Who am I going to kill? He is an anti-masker. Because here's the thing. Annalise, sure, she was annoying, right? She was annoying on this mm -hmm, season. Mm -hmm. But she just wanted love. Mm -hmm. She wanted love. I feel like maybe she wasn't cut out for the paradise lifestyle. She got very emotional about things that were happening. Which, like, if you're in the real world in a relationship, makes sense to get emotional about that person kissing other people. Yeah. But she was in paradise, so it didn't work out. It didn't. It didn't work with the formula, and people are like, "Emily, you're being weird," and she just cried a lot. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, a sure, maybe she's a little annoying. Maybe she's a little emotional sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then we've got Dylan. Dylan was. Like the hero in paradise, just because Blake got like <laughs> so trashed by everything and everyone, and that's why Dylan was like the hero. But his relationship with Hannah, at least what we saw of it, was just him saying, I'm so excited to be near you. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Charcuterie boards are my favorite, too. That was Blake, even oh, that, that, was, that Blake. was Blake, yeah. Oh man, um, so you're whatever you decide so, is gonna tell me a lot about your character. In this one. About me, who I am mm. as a person? Yeah. I I will say I'm not gonna kill Dale. Dale was his name was very annoying to me in Claire's season. But I like Dale. Yeah. I thought he was kinda like I don't know, boring. But that's just because 
he did the stuff he had to do. Like he was just building a relationship and he was he seemed good. See seemed my like a good guy. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna marry Dale, I think. Wow. Alright, okay, who are you dating? I'm gonna marry Dale. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Dylan. Bobby. And you gotta understand I you, you gotta understand I liked Dylan so much. He was like my favorite guy on that season. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. But I have to decide based on something. Mm-hmm. So I'll date Annalise. Kill Dylan. Good luck. Alright, last one. Yep. Grocery store grocery store Joe. Okay. Hannah G. Oh, okay. Bobby loves Hannah G. Or Hannah B. Hannah B is in there too. Hannah Beast. Both Hannahs. Hannah Beast. Why didn't you do all three Hannahs? Because Hannah A. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Grocery store Joe. Hannah B. I am going to. Oh, this is tough for me. This is tough. You know what? I'm going to kill Hannah B. Wow. I'm going to kill Hannah wow. B. No, Bobby, wrong choice. I disagree. Like, I see Hannah G. I see Grocery Store Joe. I don't see either of them being dramatic. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. in anything that I've seen them in. Like, they're just not, they're just like cool as a cucumber, and that's the kind of energy I am attracted to. So, I'm gonna. Would you call me cool as a cucumber, Bobby? (laughs) Listen. (laughs) No. But you're not, you're not, you don't get into drama. I'm not a beast. Yeah, no, you're not a beast. Not a beast. I mean, you're a beast. Ugh. You're not the Hannah beast. So who are you marrying? Who are you dating? I'm going to marry Grocery Store Joe. And date Hannah. I think if you listen to this podcast, you'd have a different answer. You think I would kill him? Yeah. Why, why is that? He's just kind of annoying. He's nice, but he's very, like, yeah, right, manly. I, I changed it, I changed it. I'm, I'm dating him and marrying Hannah G. Okay. So That's I would point. kill Grocery Store Joe, I would date Hannah B because she's a fun time, and I would marry Hannah G because she's cute. Yeah, look, I mean, I'd rather date Hannah B than date Grocery Store Joe, but if I gotta kill somebody... You don't wanna kill Grocery Store Joe? Yeah, I gotta, like... Interesting. I play this game differently than you do, of course. That's fine. Alright, well, listen, that's all we've got time for today. We gotta make some dinner, gotta have some, some sleep because it's, you know, it's Wednesday night, got two more days of work. But it's been it's been good. It's been we fun. Two more days of work. And me. we gotta say bye. Goodbye, everybody. Wait, was that One, it? One, two, two, three. three. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. We'll get it. Can I walk you out? Can I walk you out?